So today's episode is going to be a little unique, and you're going to have to forgive the sound quality a little bit, um, uh, as I'll talk about when the podcast really starts here. Um, I am traveling in Nepal. There were some technical difficulties with the microphone and the sound, and um, we were trying to escape a very busy time here in Nepal. It just so happened that I am here around election time when the country begins to vote for the different cabinet seats that will ultimately decide who becomes the next prime minister. And how, why is this relevant to our podcast? Well, basically, it's very it was very difficult to find a room that was quiet enough where we could get away from some of the noise that was happening in the streets. Um, you know, one of the things that we were encountering were, you know, buses with people uh, playing sirens and singing and, and just lots of loud music. And this is the way that a lot of the um, politicians try to get people's attention here as they just drive loud vehicles playing loud music through the streets. Um, so unfortunately, the only place we were able to find kind of refuge from that and record happened to be in one of our office um, buildings, which we'll talk a little bit about on the podcast. But this office space was in a conference room with a rather terrible um, acoustic setup about it. Um, so forgive a little bit of the sound quality here, but I think that the content will really make up for it. I'm really excited for you guys to hear what watching anime was like growing up here in Nepal and truly how it's different from what what it would really be like in America. So I hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back to our anime show. I uh, wanted to introduce the two gentlemen I've asked to join us today. Um, you guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Sushan Maharjan. I'm from Nepal and, you know, I work with Geo. I live in here in Kathmandu. And, you know, I watch a decent amount of anime. Yeah, and my name is Yanni Shahi and I'm from Nepal as well. And, you know, the same, you know, not a you know, diehard fan, but, you know, I love watching anime. And, you know, Gio asked us to get on this podcast, you know, and we really love talking about anime. And, yeah, we're here now. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to start the same with everyone that we, we talk to on the podcast. Tell me a little bit about your anime journey. How did it start for you? What was it like? Yeah. Anish, do you want to go first, maybe? Yeah, sure. So, you know, me watching anime, uh, the first anime I watched was Dragon Ball G, and it was on TV. Um, and, you know, the interesting thing about, you know, watching Dragon Ball Z back in that time was, and it, it was to, it used to be on Hindi, dubbed in Hindi, not in English, no subs, you know, everything, every episode uh, was on Hindi. And, you know, I used to, watch um free anime um back to back i'd say you know first dragon ball z and then beyblade and pokemon you know i don't remember the order but you know this is right. how i used to watch anime yeah that is how i you know started watching anime and and this was on cartoon network right yes it was on the cartoon network yeah okay and i just gotta ask because this isn't obvious to everybody uh, and our listeners um you know that um, I know that you eventually, you know, today you'll read the subtitles in English, but you were a, a kid. What what grade would you say you were in when you started watching anime? Was I think fourth, fourth or fifth grade, yeah. 
fourth grade. So you know, your your native language is Nepali. Now you watch it in in English subs. Back then you watched it in Hindi. Yeah. Um. How, how did you watch it in Hindi? I mean, Hindi's not your native language. So, uh, what what is that like? I think it's very simple, because you know, India is our you know neighbor country, and you know we grew up watching a lot of Bollywood movies, and I think that is something we caught up growing up. And yeah, and that made us easier. All were provided by India, so you know, yeah, we had no choice. <laughs> right. I think in our conversation before, uh, you guys called Beyblade, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon the big three. Yeah, that same same big three for me as well. Started off with Dragon Ball. It was on random on Cartoon Network. But later on, uh, Pokemon, Beyblade, you know, I caught up through that. Like, actually started watching anime. I think I, like, watched Naruto as well. But uh, not like, you know, I didn't know it was anime, like, you know. Like, I thought it was one of those cartoons I watched in Cartoon Network, like Dexter's Laboratory or, you know, like Courage the Cup, you know, all those cartoons. I loved all those cartoons and I thought it was one of them. It was cool. And uh, I actually used to go and watch it at my friend's home because we didn't have cable, right? And uh, and later on, like, you know, uh, this was like around 2005, 2006 or, or before that, like after that, you know, around 2008, 2009, nine-ish, uh, we actually started getting CDs, like, you know, to watch those animes, and, like, we were surprised, like, you know, there were, like, 10 to 15 CDs, and, like, whoa, so much content to watch, and uh, I think when I, I, we actually bought CDs, uh, it was in, like, dub or sub, like, I think both were available, but I think I just read the subtitles by then. Uh, my, one of my friends was actually responsible for the CDs, actually. So when we were in grade, like, eight, nine, uh, a friend bought, like, whole pack of Naruto series, like, you know, the old Naruto, the young Naruto series, just Naruto, <laughs> before Shippuden. So he had those CDs, and I started watching those CDs. So I think Naruto was the you know, first anime that I watched, like, you know, from episode one to, like, till Shippuden, right? It still continued and went on, but... But yeah, it was amazing to watch. Like, you know, it was not our typical Nepali cartoon. It was not native to us at all. It was very interesting. And like the action was just cool. <laughs> and, you know, we wanted more. Yeah, I'm excited to explore what buying CDs was like. I'm, I have lots of questions about that. Um, so, yeah. And how long did you... Uh, watch you buy cds for so uh you know dragon ball z then one piece never ended like i bought like cds like for like 500 episodes like you know right after the ace stuff if i think everyone knows by now <laughs> yeah but oh wait but, so when ace you're talking about uh the, the bat- marine forward yeah marine forward that's when you stop buying CDs. CDs starting watching like on a weekly basis, like, oh. but it's still illegal, I guess. All downloads, storage, and stuff. Oh. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. And you know, it was like, but we still had crappy internet back then, like 128 KB per second. So an episode was like 200 MB, 300 MB. It still took an hour to download. So yeah, an hour to download an episode. Yeah, yeah. if you have better internet, you probably could watch it, you know, faster. But 
I had graduated. <laughs> so that was that. And, you know, after that, like Bleach was added to the list and, you know, a lot of bunch of other animes. I'm not, I'm not saying like I watch animes like Geo, but you know, you watch like 500 plus. And I, I say I'm a casual anime watcher, but you know, I've watched a lot of animes after that, like, you know, and animes started getting uh, like shorter also, like 12 episodes a season. And you know, I think I'll probably watch more animes now if I have time. I want to go back to something that you guys said earlier. I want to go back to the CDs for a moment. I just want to understand like the economics of this all, right? So you said 20 to 30 rupees. Was that 20 to 30 rupees back then or 20, 30 rupees now? Back then. Okay. Well, that's actually pretty expensive back then, right? It was like lunch money for me (laughs) for a few days, I guess. Lunch money for a few days. But yeah, one day, I guess. So this was back when, 2013, we said? 2012, 2013. So just for context, the U.S. dollar right now is 127 rupees to one dollar. But back then, the dollar was much weaker and the the, the disparity was much smaller. So it was probably like maybe 60, 70 rupees to a dollar. So 30 rupees is like 50 cents probably back then. Uh, and so when you paid 30 rupees for a CD, how many episodes could you expect to be on that? So five and 10, to be honest, because like after the five episode, they would like, you know, uh, sell the CD after 10 episodes, then they would, they would sell the whole 10 episodes again, like one to five, one CD, and then again, one to 10, another CD. So it was like that. Like you couldn't get like one to ten, then six to ten, right? So you get like one to five, and then again, like after five weeks or you know after the episodes air, like you had like one to ten. Like it was ten episodes from beginning, like you know. Oh, so as the episodes would come out, they would do them in fives or tens. So you could either get the next five or you get the last five plus the new five. That's what you're saying. Interesting. Okay. Um and what about movies? Because, you know, Naruto had movies, Dragon Ball Z had yeah, movies. Same, uh, so all movies, like one CD. So. Yeah. So how much would that cost? Same price. 30 like, rupees? Yeah, around that. Oh, wow. And it slowly became cheaper as well, like, you know, because the CDs were getting absolute, right? So everything, the internet was getting popular slowly. And how would you watch them with these CDs? Like a DVD player yeah, or yeah, a laptop? DVD player. I didn't have a laptop back then. It was a DVD player or a computer. Like if the uh, if you're lucky, like my I, my few friends have computers as well, and you know, we used to watch it. Then it was difficult, let's say. The 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 ironic thing about this economically is that electronics are ridiculously expensive here in Nepal. Yeah. So like a computer or even probably a DVD player, unless it was. I don't know, imported from somewhere more local was probably what 1.5x the cost of what it would be in the US. Yeah, probably. But like thousands of rupees back then, which is like a lot now. So let's let's like for our listeners, just to put this into context, I think like one of the the things that I learned more recently about the way things happen here in Nepal, which is crazy, is how much tax they put on things when you import them. So 
I was learning the other day that there's like a 200% tax on cars. So if you paid 40 grand for a car in the US, it'd be uh, 120, 130 here. And that's a tax to bring it into the country, right? And then they sell it. So there's a markup. Yeah, there's probably a profit margin again. Right. Again, again the price. So you could pay $150,000 for a $40,000 car. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. And so then there's TVs, right? Yeah. And what's the, what is this with TVs? It's like, you, it charges yeah, so, per inch? Yeah, it's charges per inch. Like, you know, for each inch, you, pay, you have to pay something like in the airport, I guess, like wherever they're bringing it from. Mm. I think once hour it's called, right? So I think like we thought like this was normal. <laughs> I know like you know when I was a kid, but right now like it's ridiculous. Like so what what did a DVD player cost in 2013 here? I think it depends on the brand as well. Okay. You know, Sony, LG, Samsung, and you know, you have this another one. From China, wow. <laughs> it costs probably less than those uh, branded DVDs, and I think thirty-five thousand rupees. Hundred, I think thirty-five hundred rupees. Yeah. The Chinese one. Oh, the Chinese yeah, one is thirty-five hundred. Cheap ones. Okay, but what about like Sony, Samsung? Yeah, I think it's above fifteen thousand to thirty thousand. Thirty thousand depends yeah. on a lot. Of Back then or today? Back then. Back then. Right now, like Back I guess then, 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 nobody uses DVD players. Now, like so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, so 15, so 15,000 today is like $150, but yeah. back then it was probably like $200, yeah. something like that yeah. for a DVD player. I actually, I don't actually know how bad that is because I never bought a DVD player growing up, <laughs> so I actually don't know if that's really expensive or not. It feels expensive, I feel. You could get a DVD player for like seven. Like, you know, like our parents bought. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. So basically, you used a DVD player, or you went to a friend's house who had a computer, and you watched it then. Yeah, interesting. So okay, that tells us a little bit about the economics of all of this. It's kind of crazy because I think, like, it's not like you couldn't buy DVDs. But here's the thing, right? Like, in the if US. a friend buys it, then you don't have to buy it. Yes. Yeah. Just share it. Yeah, share. So there you go. That was the thing, yeah. You share it. That's why we used to grow in groups. So few few people would buy animes, few people would buy movies, few people would also buy games, you know, and we yeah. just share everything. Yeah, and you know, the friend with the DVD, you know, he's an OG and the you know, <laughs> <laughs> controls of other people. Well, we had those two in the U.S. To be completely fair, we we have we call them bootlegs. Like we had, I mean, I had uh, friends who would share DVDs and stuff. Uh, and my aunt actually, uh, with for films, we didn't really do that. My aunt is a member of SAG AFTRA, which is the Actors Union in America. Mm-hmm. So they get free DVDs uh, of all the films that come out, so that they can vote for like the Oscars and the SAG Awards and stuff like that. So. But other than that, there was definitely an economy in the U.S. for selling these things too, for sure. So, you, um, what about you, Anish? So, like, at what point did you start watching a little bit more? Uh, yeah, I think you know I started watching anime a bit late. I think it was in 2015, and that too, you know, one of my cousins forced me to watch Naruto, mm-hmm. and that is the you know time that I was like 
proper anime mm-hmm. episode to episode you know following the storyline yeah 2015 and you know i watched the whole series on my cell phone mm-hmm. everything on cell phone and yeah then, on wi-fi yeah on wi-fi that's how i was going to watch anime then you didn't have the same limitations as he did to download or did you um actually i used to buy cds for dragon ball z okay i was so you know i was i was super a fan of dragon ball z you know i didn't even care about the episodes i I always wanted to watch you know goku gohan and you know and you know i had a dvd player back then as well Mm -hmm. and then i used to buy cds then i used to go home then you know bring up some snacks sit in front of a tv and then watch dragon ball z and and when you when you did start watching Naruto uh, on your phone, like did you have to download them or did you just stream them? Yeah, I just streamed them. Okay. And what was that experience like? I'm assuming that it was a different experience than streaming it today. Yeah, it was a different experience. You know, the internet was slow back then. Like what kind of speeds? I don't remember, man. You know, half of the episode I used to stream and half of the episode, you know, I used to um, get it from my cousin brother. He had all downloaded on his laptop. Oh, really? Yeah. And he helped me. He saved me from, you know, a lot of buffering. And also, I forget to mention this, you know, whenever I used to buy CDs, that too was dubbed in Hindi. Oh, really? Yep, that too was dubbed in Hindi. And yeah, that is how I used to was um, Dragon Ball Z and DVD player. And then, you know, properly watching anime was from 2015 and the first was you know the classic Naruto episode to episode following every line in English or in Hindi in Japanese oh really yeah. but subtitle was what no sub, sub was you know English oh okay and by then you'd already studied English in school yeah so that wasn't a challenge yeah it wasn't a challenge interesting Interesting, but and and I I I think that's interesting because even native English speakers struggle with English subtitles because the speed. You didn't have any difficulties with that. No, I don't. But actually, you know what? Whenever let's not talk about anime for for a minute. Yeah. Whenever I watch any other movie, you know, I really need subtitles. You know. Oh really? Yeah, I really need them. <laughs> it helps me understand the movie even better. You know. And I think anime gave me that. Um, Comfort zone, you know, watching the movie and also going going through the subtitles and yeah, I don't feel any, you know, it's not it's not that hard for me to you know watch the anime and also go through the subtitle all at once. But you know, whenever you whenever you go through a fight sequence in anime, like you know, the subtitles are all all over the screen, you know, and sometimes <laughs> you know it's sometimes only it's it's a little different, but yeah, it doesn't bother me, especially when like somebody's using a move or a jutsu right and yeah. like you want to see the name of the jutsu yeah. in the middle of the fight and it happens very quickly right and one of the drawback of cds was uh so i told like we used to share cds yeah that means cds get scratched you know mm. cds don't work all the time so you know when we were sharing naruto's cd in when we were grade nine and ten and like five people have you know seen the same like used the same cd and uh, i actually didn't watch naruto versus gara fight like after shippuden started can you i don't know if because the cd didn't work oh <laughs> and like uh, only like that like that, just that fight like, that, that not that fight but like that arc let's say like 
after the I think Sasuke also fights Gara for a bit, right? Yeah. So around that time. That's when the city cut. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, everything like the Hogage was dead, everything, you know. Oh, you missed that. Yeah. Did you right. miss the funeral too? Oh, no, not the you funeral. saw the funeral. So you know he died, just didn't yeah. know how. Yeah. So <laughs> a lot of things, like, I, that's why I had very difficult time, like, thinking like, or, like, Orishimaru was the villain for, like, you know, for, for, like, most of the, you know, Oh, that's very funny. I didn't like, you know, I didn't know what to do. We didn't have internet as well, like, you know, good internet, so we didn't know how to, like, you know, see specific episode as well. Like, I didn't even know which episode was that, because we just watched the CD, you know, flow. The CD said one, two, three, all right, you first watch one, the two. And on the CDs, it was English dubbed or was it subbed? Subbed. Okay. In Japanese, yeah. But, you know, that was after, like, we started getting CDs. Right, and uh, we used to talk a lot about Naruto as well. Like you know, whenever we in in class, like we had like eight periods, like all like 35, 40 minutes from like ten to four, you know. And like whenever we had three periods, uh, whoever watched the show, like we used to talk for like hours, like at school, <laughs> and that was like one of the most fun thing, you know. Like in in terms of talking, right? Like when you're kids, you just yeah, think about you know playing like some sort of sports or like doing something silly but you know that was the first time you started actually discussing you know things like of course it didn't like you know exist and <laughs> didn't matter but that was like very fun like talking about all the cool characters the story where it was gonna go right and uh, whoever had access to internet was like sort of the king because you know you you could search for like we didn't know manga but like we knew like you know I think we call it comics or like, you know, drawings <laughs> back then. And like, you know, character like Madara, all the Uchiha characters, like, you know, they used to bring like, or we used to simply talk about it and like, you know, be amazed by that. <laughs> this was in 2015? No, no, this was in around 2009, 2010. Uh, uh, uh. So, yeah, we didn't even talk about manga. Like, how did that play a role in this? So no one read. So you never read nope. Naruto? Not mangas, like we had like Indian comics, like Nagras, Doga, and all that. Like I read that those, uh, all Hindi, most most of them are Hindi, and few like Spider Man, X Men comics as well. Like mm -hmm. I don't know where my brother got it from. Like I don't think they used to sell it here. Like you know, you don't really see stores selling comics and stuff in Nepal. But there are few Spider Man comics and like Hindi, like comics but like manga we didn't even know that like it existed interesting so when did that change After, because i assume do you read now or do you not read now i'm um, not a follower of mine okay yeah, do you so, read yeah i do read like I, I have like from applications right now right like a lot of a lot of apps right now also websites but back then like till 2012 i think we bought cds then like slowly internet came in, then we started you know, using internet, like around 2013, 14, like everyone had internet at their home and it just became easier. Mm. So when did you start reading? After like, uh, after like uh, Naruto and One Piece and Bleach, not Bleach I think, just Naruto and One Piece became weekly, like I couldn't get CDs and it became like weekly series and manga was ahead, you know. <laughs> So to know that those like, all right, what's gonna happen next? We used to go to the internet and just like, I started like that. 
like like what's gonna happen because <laughs> you know you, you know like you're gonna talk for talking with the guy then you know you sort of someone's gonna have read it already yeah. if you have that choice yeah. otherwise you're gonna get yep. spoiled yep or you spoil it for them you know <laughs> right interesting so what like in the years of like 2014 to like 20 i don't know 16 what were the most popular anime in the ball one piece I think Death Note. Yeah, Death Note. So visibly it was Death Note because you know, pink shirt, you know, similar like this, yeah, like what you're wearing. And it just had like light or L or some like cool character with those, you know, spiky ears and stuff. So that shirt became very popular. With but an L? For with, L? With, with L or like light's face or L's face or just an L, you know, that. So Death Note was so, popular. But that was just t-shirt. I don't think anyone knew about Death Note. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, I don't think so. Because, like I said, it's hard to like watch anime, right? And Death Note didn't air in TV, so we didn't know. We just like uh, found CDs, I guess, and also movies. Well, oh, have you seen Death Note? Nope. Have you seen? Yeah, I've seen the anime. I've seen the movies. Not the Netflix one. I haven't seen that. That's okay. You're not missing anything. <laughs> But you know, uh, the Japanese or like the L has a solo film as well. I've seen that, and of course the live action ad- adaptation to movies. I think there was so there was to all. This is um this is just funny because like I, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but that is not a unique trait of Nepal. However, it is a consistent trait of a lot of Asian countries that they'll take a pop culture popular concept whether it's a film a name a face and they'll plop it on a t-shirt i don't know why that is a thing but like you know like i was in vietnam and i saw like a pepsi belt and someone was like this is an authentic pepsi i'm like pepsi doesn't make belts <laughs> like, no it's not uh but i've seen that like in china was the was by far the worst right because like they put things on shirts that of words that sound cool or that are like trending Mm -hmm. but they don't understand the context at all so like so like at like a school i saw a bunch of kids in an elementary school wearing an oj simpson shirt and like they just thought he was a cool black dude meanwhile like he was on trial for murder right so like there's just like little things anyways one but one thing that really solidified my understanding that like pop culture reaches here was when I first came to Nepal for work and um, somebody who used to work here was traveling to Lukla, which is en route to Everest. It is almost as remotely high up as you can go, but like in the middle of the Himalayas, completely remote. And the story that I was told was that a new episode of Game of Thrones was coming out. It was nearing the end and in order and, and in an effort not to miss it, the whole village came together and watched it in the guest house that people stay in as they're going up. And that stood out to me like crazy because mm-hmm. it didn't even occur to me that Game of Thrones would be popular here. Um, I mean, it was a it's a great show, don't get me wrong. But the idea that even in the remote villages of the Himalayas, that the whole town would gather to watch the latest episode was really cool if you think about it like i bet you that the cast would never know 
that that happened here. Yep, probably not. Right? So anyways, I just wanted to throw that story in as kind of something interesting for our listeners. But so Death Note was popular. What else was popular? Uh, mostly Beyblade also. A lot of Beyblade toys. Beyblade. So bought Beyblade toys. But in the middle of the 2010s or early 2000s? Because Beyblade was more popular in America in the early 2000s when we yeah, when I, I was a kid. Around 2006, seven, I think. Like okay. We used to have like, we already had those toys. So I guess 2006, seven, mid 2000s. And, it, it, and you know, generation continued. Like, so I watched Beyblade, right? Uh-huh. And like my brother didn't, hadn't watched like for, he was too little to watch it. And after he grew up, he also watched it. And you know, he also had the same toys. So it was sort of like the same stuff uh, was watched by everyone. Like, you know, Onish and I are like four years apart and still like our shows, you know, like your know, top three are still dragging all one piece. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, areas, that's, it's, that's it's, actually really interesting because that's, that's not always the case in yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my generation, uh, in my like year, uh, my age range, Pokemon was huge. Um, but one one level up, Digimon was yeah. it. Digimon too. Uh, I never liked Digimon. <laughs> Wasn't my thing. Um, but you guys have to tell our listeners this: what you told me the other day about playing with Beyblades because I actually think that's really cool. So the normal Beyblade, well, like if you had money, you could buy the, you know, the gear, you know, all that. How much did a Beyblade cost? You know, around 500, I guess. Okay. Uh, what about the little, did you guys have the little no, stadium? It was, it was a small like plastic dish, but we didn't use to like play inside and we just <laughs> freestyle. Yeah. On the street. Whatever, yeah. Sure. But, uh, you know, uh, still, five hundred is still a lot of money. You know, five hundred rupees. Yeah, still a lot of money in the two thousands. We didn't have the money, but we used to make like uh, spinning tops, like normal tops with like two uh, Coca Cola bottles. We used to like join them with nails, like put in like inside maybe cement or dirt or like you know mud, anything that makes it heavy. We used to put it and you know wrap it around with tape and then like tie a string and spin it and you know whoever spins the most like or you know at the last wins did you ever build a Beyblade? no i don't no did you ever like play with them yeah 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 i did so you bought you just bought yeah i bought it and i played so did you ever go up against somebody who did build their own did you usually win or did they usually win i think uh, i used to win because you know the blades that i bought was heavier interesting and then you know like you know, I had this, you know, like better rotation. Yes, better rotation. It was fancy as well, like it is light. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you spin it, you know, it throws light, like you know, a very fancy light. And I think you know some of the blades used to come with speaker inbuilt as well. A speaker? Yep. Inside, like you know, it, it used to cost a lot of money, and you know, it also plays music. What? I yeah. remember this. <laughs> That's cool. cool. Chinese name of country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have China right there. Oh, so did they speak in Chinese? Uh, the in song. The yeah. yeah. Nope. No. It was English. English, you know, Hindi. You know, they know the audience, and you know, they used to, you know, come in varieties of like. Interesting. Very cool. So, it's just, so one thing I think is interesting, and I when I talk to a lot of people in the U.S. about their anime journey is. They also start with Pokemon. Pokemon is like one of the first things that comes up. 
But usually the second thing I hear are trading cards. Like card captors? No, like Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh oh. cards. Did you guys, was yeah. there cards here too? Yeah, so we had a lot of Pokemon cards and wrestling cards. Right? Wrestling? Yeah, wrestling cards as well. Like WWE? Yeah. <laughs> we used to like uh, have stickers, like, you know, small stickers. And we used to like, you know, play, like, I don't know, like, it's like, it was like gambling. Okay. So, you know, uh, if you put down, like, you know, let's say rock and I have rock, and you go first and you put down rock and I put like, you know, we shuffle the cards. And if, if I put down rock, then that card is mine. Like we used to play like the whole cards, the whole, like, and, and, you know, if we have different cards, then it stacks up, right? It's not going to be the same always. But so. how do you know who wins? Like, like, when, like if you put your wrestler down and I put my wrestler down, yeah. who decides which one's better? But then we didn't do that. We just put it down, right? So like, oh, the wrestler has to match. So if it matches, like you lose all your cards and you get it. Okay, but what about Pokemon? Pokemon, we didn't play it uh, per se. Uh, we just had cards like to collect them. Uh, I wish I knew. They <laughs> were just like, hey, you know, because you know how much those cards yeah, were. Yeah, down, right? now back then, like you know, we uh, with all those stats. We we didn't know what it was to be honest. Like, Neither did we. Uh, agility depends. On I don't trust anyone who tell, who says I know how the Pokemon game works. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, believe you. So it was just like cool to have it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but except that, it was like you know we threw it out. Like we didn't care. Like you know after it's run its course, like after you show it to everyone, or like it gets a little bit like you know old, rough. Then we should be to throw it out. <laughs> And I think the cars we get in here are not licensed. Mm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like, probably all fake cards. It was like cardboard. I don't know what the real cards felt like, but what we had was like was like cardboard. Interesting. Ours was definitely not like cardboard. I'd like to see one. I don't have it. We should <laughs> ask somebody around if they have a card from back then. I'd love to like feel it. It's like many years, fifteen years ago. <laughs> But I bet, I bet you someone still has at least one. Ask around. I would love okay. to see one. Yeah. And the next time could, I come, I'll bring it. We could buy it. We could get it in like biscuit packets or like noodles packet. Like it was like that. Like, or, like if you, a, a biscuit packet of 10 rupees had like one card inside. Like a wrestling card or a Pokemon card, some sort of card. Interesting. Yeah. And we used to like, you know, at lunch. We used to get five to ten rupees, ten rupees, and you know we used to buy that. And, and for our listeners, biscuits are cookies. Um, we <laughs> call them cookies. Yeah, yeah biscuits <laughs> are something very different in the U.S. <laughs> or crackers. It could be crackers too. It's biscuits. Uh, biscuits are cookies or crackers here. Um, and the ramen here, like you guys eat YY dried ramen. I mean, there are people who do that in the US. We don't, we don't call it ramen. We just call it chow chow or noodles. Noodles. But yeah, that's the staple food. I was just going to say, that would be like the equivalent of like chips in the US. Yeah. Of like putting a card in a bag of chips. Because you guys I mean, For every day for lunch, like we we had like noodles. Like, you know, it's, like you could they don't do that anymore. With we Pokemon cards, our generation grew up, yeah, <laughs> and now the Gen Z. Because we used to play outside, right? You used to show, you used to like flex, I guess. 
a bit it, it's not like that right now like everybody sits pokemon should really consider that in the us though because adults would buy them mm-hmm. today if you go to a store like a target or a walmart or something people are buying pokemon cards like crazy in the hopes that they get like a charizard which is worth a million dollars uh yeah it's interesting logan paul with like a million dollars Yeah, a million dollar Charizard. Yeah. One of the things that we also had was um like at fast food places we had like kids meals. Mm-hmm. So like at McDonald's for example, you go to McDonald's if you're a kid you order a kids meal and in the kids meal would be a toy. And sometimes those would be anime themed. Did you guys have anything like that at any of the restaurants here? There're not a lot of franchises here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no one no one had like kids toys with a meal. So but but to be fair I can't recall of something like that in the US or even with something like noodles or chips or something like that where you can get a card that's pretty interesting. <clears throat> interesting. Um so how do you guys see that the like that anime has grown here in Nepal? Obviously, you know, one thing you just said a moment ago is that even though there have been different generations who started watching anime even when you were younger you started a couple years before him mm-hmm. but yeah you guys still watch similar stuff so obviously there were things that were trending consistently here in Nepal like Dragon Ball and One Piece and Naruto obviously like the big 3 in shonen but like over the last 5 years let's say how has anime grown here yeah, it has like taken over what does that mean what does that mean taken over people you know and they have started to do cosplays a lot of convention happening you know a lot of art competition as well yeah and you know with the access of internet now i think you know it has taken over here and we watched one piece like an anime in like a movie theater for the first time uh so that's like huge like we didn't have that sort of you know things back then and uh Yeah, uh Otaku Jatra like Comic-Con, you know, we uh, it happens around September. There are like giveaways like so that people more people will come there are cosplays sort of competitions, right? So everything when, when was the first like big con here in Nepal? I think for five years. There were different actually, you know, um the first Otaku Jatra was organized by me and my friends. What? Yep. What? Yep, me and my friends um that was the time I just started watching Naruto. Uh-huh. And my friend you know he came back to Nepal from abroad and I was just planning with him you know we should do this in you know, art competition. But the idea just started from art competition and as long as you know all the people joined the uh, the movement and it became very huge and we you know collaborated with a club called Otaku Club. you know it, it's a, it's a group of people like real nerds you know they have um artists you know they make dresses for the cosplayer and then we did it yeah it, it was a huge i think you know we never expected 3000 people to be in the venue the venue was not able to accommodate all the people there were a lot of stalls you know yeah that's 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 what year was that i think it was in 2017 or 16 yeah wow That's crazy. I didn't know that. You never told me this. <laughs> That's really cool. So how has it grown? Like what it like it happens every year, it happens every year and you know after we we uh, organized that event, uh, four of my friends they went to abroad 
and then you know the 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 core team was disbanded mm. and you know the the name otaku zatra otaku club you know they carried carried it so how many people attend these events today thousands more than 1000 4000 5000 like big sponsors you know i think uh, cosplayers from abroad also you know came this year ইনফ্লুয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয়েন্সিয
things are going to go with anime going forward based on what's been happening so far? Just given given the context that you're speaking to people who've never been here before, what would you say? What are your predictions on how anime will grow here in Nepal and the weight of that? Well, it's, uh, like I said, it has always grown, right? Like the weight, it has economic effect because a lot of shops, a lot of, you know, all that anime merchandise, right? And uh, online stuff, right? Again, online market. So in, in economic way, like it has already impacted. Like, and in terms of people's lives, you know, Comic-Con, uh, weekly shows and talking about it, right? New shows like, you know, I I didn't know about Chainsaw. Then like everybody, I heard like, you know, not like in YouTube and like I heard my friends, my, you know, colleagues talk about it, right? So it, and, and it, it hadn't even aired, right? And, and the mm. same stuff with Bleach again, wearing, right? All that stuff. So everybody, I think like whoever watches it, of course, like is already influenced and it's just going to grow unless like, like you know people start uh, getting married and you know having responsibilities otherwise for like teenagers and like people in 20s i think it's gonna have a huge impact and like slowly people are gonna know like you know uh what's what's something one show that everybody watches right like i think it would be like that for like teenagers and like people in the 20s moving forward and for foreigners i think it will be friendly right these are that which others and all like i think we learned it from comic cons and all that happening in the us and that looks fantastic and i think we are also trying to replicate that i think there will be partnership with like you know other companies and you know i think comic con also has a lot of partnership and all Mm -hmm. that right so events a lot of events and all that right so you know it's going to have a huge impact i think like for me it's going to have a huge impact you're an emerging artist focused in rap, yep. right? Um, you know, I've seen a number of folks on TikTok, for example, uh, who are regularly creating music around their passions. Some of which are some of which are focused on creating rap related to anime. Um, is that something that you see happening here too? I mean, you spoke about uh, being on the creative team of the first con that was created here with a bunch of artists. So like, as far as artists are concerned, how do you see that in the playing room here? Yeah, I think a couple of artists are doing that already. Mm. And um, let me add this, you know, the, the event that we did was not the first con. Mm. Um, I think it comes under, you know, one of the huge con, I'd say. And yeah, I've seen a lot of people, you know, performing on events, like, you know, um, presenting their art, like an anime theme. Yeah, that, that is how I knew, you know, people are, you know, doing creative stuff and like, you know, anime theme as well. Well, I understand that you have prepared something. Yeah. Something for our audience <clears> here. <throat> yeah. Something anime themed to give a little taste of what some of the artists down here in Nepal are working on. Yes, sir. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. All right, so, you know, it goes something like this. Konnichiwa, midnight, I'm right here with my fellas. Shout out to my nakama from Canada to Dallas. It's your boy, D-E-N-N-L, on the M-I-C, spitting bars like a character out of anime. Oh, yeah, anime. Okidiri drug. Multiple season like a finely cooked bacon. He's a kill from a panic attacks and all disorders. I'm a lazy boy like my man, Shikamaru. When I'm reading manga, I get eyes like I did Shudama Tirashu. 
And I'm sorry for real if your ears are on fire. If it's not, then Baka, you're such a liar. <laughs> because whenever I spit bars, my tongue clear to bubble with the huge fire. You know, Uchiha Grand Fire Style Firebug Zutsu. And I'm so worried now. Let me ask you this. You die, Jobu? I'm, I'm hella hungry, yo. Now I'm almost done with this flow. And also, we're at the end of this episode. I think I'm going to get myself a sign of sushi and a smoothie, bro. Peace <laughs> out. Sayonara. So good. Nice. <laughs> Nice, nice. Nice. <laughs> well, where can they find you? Uh, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. I go by the name Daniel Royal, D-E-N-I-L space R-O-Y-A-L-E. And how'd you come up with that name? Um, actually, and it was a name one of my aunt wanted to have as my name. Daniel? Yep, Daniel. Daniel and you know, Royal is just a, just a word that I made up. Mm. It's not that interesting. Royalty. It's not about royalty. No. <laughs> no. It's just a regular word, you know. In Nepali, uh, my last name is Shahi. Mm. Yeah, but then and then I just wanted to match it with English word, and just I just you know. You uh, picked royal. Yeah, It's not. It has nothing to do with royalty. <laughs> and how do you feel about the the Achibi Eight Tales rapper in Naruto? I'm a fan. <laughs> I just to listen to like yeah, a lot of it. Uh, especially when we were working a lot of nice shit, right? Uh-huh. We used to, you know, we used to buy that. To Killer Bees rap? <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube? Like this is like a YouTube of him rapping? We used to watch videos like, like you know, we used to buy it. Just, you know, <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, guys, thank you again so much for joining. This is a fun conversation. And uh, you can find us on TikTok as well as anywhere you can listen to our podcasts at our anime show. Um, next week, Ali will be back and talking a lot about Anime NYC and everything she's doing this week. Uh, this weekend, uh, we are recording this the day before Anime NYC. So I think tomorrow she's meeting uh Hajime Isayama from the creator of Attack on Titan and I'm sure she's going to be super excited to talk about that so stick around I hope you enjoyed this episode thanks so much